Welcome to the RV Rental Secrets Podcast. I'm your host, Stacey Maxson, and I'm thrilled to guide you through the journey of launching, growing, and managing a profitable RV rental business. Welcome to this week's podcast, Understanding the RV Rental Market. I'm your host, Stacey Maxson. If you'd like to learn more about my background and story, you can check out episode 101 that I'll link in the show notes. So this week, I want to talk about the RV rental industry and what you'll need to do to perform market research so that you know whether you should move forward in your RV rental business. So just a little bit of background about the RV rental industry. It was really started in around 2013 that the peer-to-peer platforms started popping up. Two of the most popular ones at that point were RV Share and Outdoorsy. And prior to that, the Airbnb industry was really booming and they started to see that there was a market for RV for vacation rentals as well. RV Share and Outdoorsy, they had a lot of investors put money in to their business. So they were really able to grow quickly. Um, And I believe there's about 40,000 RV rentals on the platforms right now. Because they have so much money behind them with investors, we really like to leverage those platforms. They spend millions of dollars in marketing. And to list your RVs on that platform can be really beneficial because it gets your listing in front of a lot of viewers rather than putting it on your own website. We do like to do that as well, but really when you're just starting out, you want the most views possible and that's why we like to have them listed on those platforms. So I know a lot of people too can be hesitant to join the RV rental industry because of the way the economy is right now. But the peer-to-peer market is still growing. Airbnb, Turo for cars. Um, There's also new sharing platforms popping up for swimming pools and even rentals for your yard and for people to stop and use it for their dogs while traveling. So I don't think it's something that's going to be going away. The peer-to-peer industry is really utilizing people's assets and allowing them to make money for it. So that's really what you can do with your RV in the RV rental industry. I know people are worried about a recession or possible recession. And RVing has remained consistent throughout all past recessions. You figure when money is tight, people that are taking vacations, they're going to tend to stay more local. RVing is going to be less expensive than staying in the hotels. And there's a lot of activities to do at the campground that's going to be included in the price of the stay rather than them having to leave and pay for amusement parks or other attractions or even just activities free to them like hiking, biking, all things that they can do when they're staying at a campground. So that's just a little bit of the past, present, and future of the RV rental industry that I wanted to go over. Now let's talk about getting into that industry. So based on that, you're going to want to do market research to figure out if renting your RV or renting out ARV is going to be good in the area that you're in. So what I like to do is first Google what campgrounds are in the area. Are there RV repair shops, RV storage facilities in the area? Because if there is all of those things, 
it's going to tell you that Arvine is popular in the area. So when I do a market research report, those are three of the things that I look at. Not only that is you want to make sure that there's RV repair shops in your area because if you are renting out an RV or multiple RVs, you're going to want to make sure that you have someone that you can rely on that'll do the repairs and maintenance on your RV. Same with RV storage. If you don't have a place to store your the RV rental at your home, you're going to need to find an RV storage facility. So knowing those in your area is going to be really helpful. Next, what I like to do is scroll down to the bottom, see how many pages of RVs there are as well. Because there are some areas that can be really saturated. And if that's the case, then people are really going to be competitive with lowering prices. So it's just something to think about. It's not that you can't list in that area, but you're going to have to find ways to add additional value without lowering your prices. So take a look and see how many RVs are in your area. What are the price points? Then if you already own an RV, you're going to want to check out similar RVs in the area that are for rent and check the calendars, see the availability. The ones that are similar to yours are always booked, then that kind of gives you an indication that, you know, there's demand for that type of RV and that you would have success in your area. Again, if you don't have an RV and you're looking to purchase one, you can look to see what RVs have the highest demand. So normally it's going to be Class C's, Class B's. In our area in upstate New York, we do really well with bunkhouses. But that's not always going to be the case. For instance, we're in a more rural area. So having large RV deliveries is popular. However, if you live in a city, people aren't going to want a really large RV. They're going to want something smaller where they can easily maneuver through the roads and, you know, they can easily park at campgrounds. And also you're going to want to think about the campgrounds in the area, if they have hookups or not, if they don't have full hookups. Having an RV with a generator is going to be beneficial to them as well. So there's lots to think about when you're buying an RV just for renting. And I'll probably create a new episode on that at some point because there's a lot that goes into it. But if you have one in mind, just check those RVs on the platform and see how they're renting. And it can kind of give you an idea of what type of RV you should choose. Also, you're going to look and see what you can approve upon against your competitors. So maybe there is, it is an ideal market. However, you could see that maybe people are charging for a lot of extras. So you may want to decide to include an awning rug or chairs to, you know, go above and beyond. You could do more luxury, high-end rentals where you are doing Class A's or fifth wheels. I know some people that do, they set up like a Keurig coffee bar. So just really take a look and see what other people are doing and then think of how you can differentiate yourself. So once you take a look at some of the market research and take a look at the platforms and determine that it may be a good area to start renting your RV. Another thing you're going to want to take a look at is the tourism in your industry to rent an RV. 
So for instance, I'm located in upstate New York. We're in a very rural area. However, there's a fairgrounds less than 10 minutes from our house. And each year there is a annual fair. There's multiple horse shows. So although it's a rural area, it pulls people into this area. So we have customers. There is also less than an hour away. There's a major tourist destination, which is Lake George in the Adirondacks. And tons of people, especially from the city, come up and stay in that area. So having that, if we want to deliver to a larger area, that is another avenue where we can do deliveries and get customers for that area. That's just something to think about, you know, what attractions and tourist destinations are in your area that would attract renters. Once you determine that your destination and your RV would be sufficient for an RV rental business, Another thing that you're going to want to think about is who would be your target customer. So you're going to want people that are going probably for a full week of camping, not just weekend campers. Think about what your ideal avatar looks like. For instance, for our business, what I like to do is my avatar would be a mom with two kids. Say the kids are in a lot of sports or activities. So it's not necessarily worth it for them to buy an RV. Maybe they were RV owners previously and found that it didn't work with their schedule, but they still love to camp. And each year they choose a different campground in the area to take their annual camping trip. So by having an ideal avatar, you want to focus on a certain type of customer and then all of your marketing would speak towards that customer. And you're going to want to think about what activities and what areas they would visit. This is also helpful because if you are trying to reach that customer that's taking a week trip or two-week trip rather than the weekend camper. So this is going to help your average nightly rental. So you're going to want to try to keep work at a minimum. So if you have one one one-week rental versus two weekend rentals, you're not only making more money from the nightly rate, but you're also spending less time cleaning and turning over the unit. Just to review, you are going to see if there's any campgrounds, RV repair shops, and storage shops in your area. You want to check out Dorsey and RV Share and see how many RVs there are in your area. What are the price points? Check their calendars to see what units are always booked. And then determine what you can approve upon and nail down your target customer, which is going to be your avatar. Once you do that, you should have a good idea whether or not starting an RV rental business is going to be helpful in your area. If you're not sure how to get started, I am going to put a link in the show notes where you can get a free market research report that will compile for you and we can send all that information out to you. Also, if you are looking to start an RV rental business and need some extra help, you can join our Firestarter RV course, which is going to take you through all the steps of starting an RV rental business. And with that course, there is a Facebook group where you'll have access to me um, and some of the other RV rental industry owners where you can ask any specific questions and get monthly trainings to get your RV rental started, growing, 
or just learn how to officially operate it. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you'll join me next week where we discuss our next topic.